This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudillalah wa man yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tukatihi wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد With the current pandemic every person's life has changed You might be working from home now You might not be working at all you might be staying at home and you're finding yourself feeling sad, depressed, and you need to get out. Every person's life in some shape or form has changed. In some shape or form has changed. And we found that one of those major changes that majority of people have seen in their lives has been the use of the internet, the use of devices, the, the use of computers. Whether you're using it for work, you're working from home, you're using it for meetings, you're attending classes online, you're communicating with your family through the various social media networks. We're all finding that our usage of the internet has changed completely. Research has found that when people speak behind the, from behind the screen or they send a message they find a sense a false sense of macho-ness or callousness where, they, where you find that somebody could say something behind a screen behind a camera but in real life they couldn't say the same thing in the same manner that they say when they meet somebody or somebody could write a message and send it but when they actually see that person face to face they would never say what they wrote in that message maybe in the same it would be in a different manner maybe they would phrase it differently and this is something that we are finding which is a major problem a major issue even just focusing on the last five months of course before this was and always has been an issue a problem but now with the whole of society relying on the internet and social media in a way which has never been seen before. This issue and this problem has come to the front where we see bonds of brotherhood being broken. Why? Because somebody sent a message or spoke behind, from behind a camera in a way which was disrespectful. In a way which they would never have done so if they were 
face to face with that person. We find families maybe being broken, broken families, issues between the husband and the wife, between mother and father, between your siblings. Why? Just because of the way you wrote a message. You had this false sense of, I could say what I want and how I want, and nothing will happen. But we find these issues are prevalent, and they are damaging our society and our communities. Like I mentioned, they are breaking bonds of brotherhood and sisterhood. And this is something which we need to look at the way the Prophet ﷺ, he addressed these issues. And his seerah, we find how he was, how his character was when it came to how he spoke to others. The way he interacted with them. The way he reacted with them if somebody did step out of line. The Prophet that whoever believes in Allah and whoever believes in the last day, then let him say something good or remain silent. Meaning that if you have nothing positive to say, remain silent. If what you are going to say is going to cause more harm, remain silent. If you think that what I am saying or what I am typing is going to cause a problem or an issue, remain silent. Because your tongue is going to be that distinguishing factor between your paradise and your hellfire. The Prophet ﷺ in another hadith, he said, الْعَبْدْ, That when a servant, a slave, he wakes up, That every single part of his body or her body will call out to the tongue. Every part of your body calls out to your tongue in the morning when you wake up. And it says, That fear Allah with regards to us. Your arms, your hands, everything says to your tongue, Fear Allah with regards to us. That if you are steadfast, if you are upright, then we will all be safe and secure. But if you waver and you go astray, then we will all become crooked and we will all waver. This is the power of your tongue. Your tongue is a reflection. What you say is a reflection upon who you are about what's really in your heart. You can say one thing, but really, there's something else that's being said. This was how the Prophet ﷺ taught us about how to control what we say. Every single khutbah, you will hear the Imam say, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَقُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا O you who believe, fear Allah, and say a word which is upright, which is forthright, which is straight and to the point. What's going to happen? Your affairs will be rectified. Allah will look after you. And your sins will be forgiven. Why? If you just control your tongue. If you say something which is to the point. Ask yourself, is this going to help me in the akhirah? Is this going to help me in the afterlife? Or is what I am going to say, what I'm going to do, is it going to harm somebody? Is it going to break the ties of kinship, the bonds of brotherhood? Issues that we are seeing in the community. The last four or five months, you might have somebody sitting behind the screen, 
a person who called himself a, a scholar, speaking about things about this religion which he has no knowledge about. But he might have a quick tongue. He might be eloquent in his speech. And he causes fitna and confusion amongst the people. Just only in the last four or five months we see this. It's becoming prevalent and rampant. Why? Because people do not realize and understand the importance of or the ramifications of what somebody says. How they say it. How they advise people. This is something that we are finding. And Allah tells us that ultimately this is from the plots of shaitan. This is from the plots of shaitan to cause this unity and discord amongst people. Allah جل, he tells the slaves to say something good. Say something which is good. Why? Because shaitan will cause disunity and discord amongst you. Because shaitan is a clear and open enemy. So say something good. Say it in a kind way. Yes, you might not like some, something that somebody is doing. But there's a a harsh way to deal with this, which normally results in nothing but issues and problems. And then there's a soft and gentle way of dealing with these issues. Like we see in the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam, Like we see in his life. When there was a time to be strict and firm, he was. But even then, there was a manner and a way that he done this. And then there was generally times where there was time for softness. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, he would hold on to his tongue. And he would say, this is the reason why I have got myself into certain situations. Holding on to his tongue. And this is Abu Bakr radiallahu What then for our situation? Where we speak, firstly without knowledge, and secondly without hikmah and wisdom. Putting things in their correct place. This is what wisdom is. Saying things at the right time, at the right place to the right people. This is what wisdom is. The Prophet said to Aisha radiallahu anha, he said, Inna allaha rafiqun yuhibbur rifq. That Allah is kind and gentle. And He loves kindness and gentleness. Even if you are angry about something, the way you address this anger, the way you speak to somebody changes everything. The manner in which you speak, the kindness, the gentleness. Even if it's a major issue, the way you resolve it is through kindness and gentleness. The Prophet ﷺ said, In the rifqa, la yakunu fi shayin illa zana, wa la yunza'u min shayin illa shana. That kindness and gentleness. If it, whichever situation you put it in, it will beautify that situation. And the moment it is removed from that situation, it will just destroy it. It will make the matter worse than it is. This is the importance of kindness and gentleness when we address people. Specifically in this situation that we find ourselves in, where our reliance on social media, on the internet, is more. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم
بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. The famous Tabi'i Ibrahim ibn Adham. He was walking in the marketplaces of Basra, and the people they approached him and said, يا أبا إسحاق أو أبو إسحاق إن الله تعالى يقول في القرآن ودعوني أستجب لكم. Allah tells us in the Quran. He tells us. Make dua to me, ask from me and I will give you. And the people then said, فَنَحْنُ نَدْعُ اللَّهِ We call upon Allah. فَلَا يَسْتَجِيبُ دُعَاءَنَا But Allah hasn't responded to our duas. So what should you advise us? They said to, to, to this tabi'i, what do you advise us with? Why is it that our duas are not being accepted? They're not being answered. So Ibrahim ibn Adham, he he said, لِأَنَّ قُلُوبَكُمْ مَاتَتْ بِعَشْرَةِ أَشْيَاءِ He said, because your hearts have died because of ten things. And he lists these ten things. One of these things that he mentioned, for the reason, one of the reasons why your du'as are not being accepted. He said, اِشْتَغَلْتُمْ بِعُيُوبِ النَّاسِ وَتَرَقْتُمْ عُيُوبَكُمْ He said, you preoccupied yourself and you busied yourself focusing on the mistakes and faults of people. And you left your own faults. You didn't focus on your own problems, your own issues. You were too busy dealing with other people. Look at this, look at so-and-so. He said this, and he dresses like this. How often do we find this? This is one of the reasons why our du'as are not being accepted. You focused on other people's deficiencies. And you left your own deficiencies. Not knowing that on the day of judgment, what you say, like the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, when he described who a muflis, a bankrupt person, is on the day of judgment, it's that person who comes with so many good deeds. And so, and he cursed this person, and he accused this person, and he will end up in the hellfire. Don't we realize that when we talk and we insult people, we talk in a harsh manner. We're jeopardizing and we're sacrificing our akhirah, our afterlife. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to give us the, the wisdom to understand and the wisdom to know when to say something and how to say it and to whom to say it. Inna Allahu wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallaita ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidu majid ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين صلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وأقيم الصلاة This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.